0: Well, we want to welcome all our campuses in today from Kaitaia, Whangarei, uh, also Rotorua and Sydney. Great to have you with us today. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for your presence here in this place. And our simple prayer is Holy Spirit, come. Touch every person under the sound of my voice and let them be impacted. Lord, not by me, but Lord by you, something that will change their lives forever. So speak, Lord, we pray. Minister, by the power of your Holy Spirit, in Jesus name, I ask. Everyone said? There was a uh, choir practice uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was told about it, and they were just going through a song, and the Holy Spirit came as the choir was singing, and it's like there. Song and their music just went to a, a whole new level, and uh, everyone that was there was kind of like, Wow, this is amazing! and uh, that's what happens when the Holy Spirit comes yeah. everything lifts, Come yeah. everything changes, yeah. everything accelerates. Yeah, right? It's like one Sunday you'll sing a song and it'll be okay, but you sing it two weeks later and it's electric. Anyway, does anyone know what I'm talking about? What is that? What is that? That's the Holy Spirit. When He comes on something, it, it just changes, transforms it. Um, you'll notice that sometimes when you're praying, it's really hard work. Another time you're praying, it's kind of like, wow, this is easy, and time goes fast. What's that? The Holy Spirit's turned up. Anyone ever experienced that? Yeah, we all do, don't we? That's how much we need the Holy Spirit. I remember preaching not long ago in this uh, church church. And I preached on revival, and man, it was hard, hard work. And I thought, man, I'm not sure I'll ever preach that again. It was that bad, uh, or it was that that hard. Anyway, I was going to Invercargill, and I really felt stirred to preach that message again. And I thought, oh, so I was a bit nervous, because I thought last time I did this, there was barely a response. But this time when I preached it, it brought the house down. It was an electric atmosphere. What was different? Holy Spirit turned up. The Holy Spirit changes everything. So he is the power behind all that we do. The church was born when the Holy Spirit came. The biggest thing that we need in our lives is the Holy Spirit, especially in our Christian work, in order to do what God has called us to do. And uh, as you know, on September the 1st, when I preached on the Holy Spirit on Father's Day, he came in a special way. And since that time, he's continued to come And it is increasing, and if you watch this space, it's going to increase and increase and increase until there's an absolute invasion of the Holy Spirit in Church Unlimited and beyond that into the nations. It is going to happen. And, uh, you know, I'm hearing, and people are telling me that they're experiencing more of the Holy Spirit and they're getting closer to God. Isn't that amazing? Because um, that's our greatest achievement in life, And the key is just to acknowledge the Holy Spirit all the time. So across campuses, why don't you right now just say in your heart, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you're right here with me now. Mm. Yeah. And he is. You know, the smallest prayers get the attention of heaven. Did you know that? It's a, it's a if you send up small, the idea is to send up small prayers throughout the day. You may not be good at praying for 20 minutes, half an hour. I encourage you to do that. But send up prayers throughout the day like, Lord, help me. <laughs> give me wisdom. God, give my kids a good day at school. That took about two seconds. God, will you work in my marriage? Just throughout the day. You know, just, just throw up. I'm telling you, a two-second prayer gets the attention of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and His angels. And once you start doing it, it just gets so easy. Yeah. And can I just encourage you, every time you get in the car and you turn that key on, start to pray. Yeah. Especially if there's no one else in the car, if there's someone you feel comfortable with, just start praying. And uh, you might find it a little bit difficult at, time, at, at start, but let, let me give you the key to praying in the car. Who would like the key? Campus, would you like the key? Yeah. yeah, here it is. Open your mouth. Holy Spirit, welcome. Thank you that you're in the car with me. Can we just have a bit of a chat? Just talk to them like you're talking to another person in the car. Don't complicate it. You don't have to say, oh, Holy Father, you know, Most High God, Creator of the universe. No, you're you, you lost. My, you know, Just say, hi, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you that you're here with me. Look, listen, if you do this, I'm going, to, I'm going to make you a promise. His presence will increase. Yeah, right. Slowly but surely, it will increase. Yeah. And you'll, you'll begin to feel it. You'll begin to sense it. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, sorry about this, campuses, but uh, Auckland is a lot better in this, praying in the car, because we have gridlock. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys in from Array, Rotorua, Sydney, over oh, well, Sydney, you might, but most of you don't, but we have gridlock, so... We pray a lot more than you guys, so revival is most likely going to start right here, but hey, keep praying anyway, and God be merciful to you, so do that. Um, So we want to get close to the Holy Spirit. Now, for some people, the the cell phone is about as close as they get to the Holy Spirit. He's a very present help in time of trouble, my constant companion the one I refer to and look at all the time. Instead of facing it looking into the face of God, I look into the face of my, my phone to help me. It's where I get my life skills from. Hello. And this is where all my friends, Actually, you don't have any friends out there, they're all in here. I don't actually ever see them or talk to them, but they're all my friends because they like what I put on my screen, you see. So as close as you have your phone to you, why don't you ex- exchange that, keep your phone as well, Change that for the Holy Spirit. And why don't you make him your constant friend and companion? What, why don't you make the Holy Spirit the one that you're looking at all the time, referring to? Some people are checking through this thing all the time. You know, just who's, who's posted something else and, you know, probably spend, I don't know, two, three, four, five hours a day on this thing. I'm not preaching against that, but I'm just saying, why don't you do that with the Holy Spirit? I reckon he'll give you better dividends than this phone will. Anyone with me on that? Yeah. So, I'm not against phones, by the way. I use mine all the time. All right. So, we all need help. John 16, verse 7, I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I'll send them to you. The Holy Spirit's called the helper. Anyone here need some help? There you go. It's available 24-7. So I want to look at this for a moment today. 2 Corinthians 13-14 says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Greek word there for communion is koinonia, which also means partnership. So we could reread that. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the partnership of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We're talking about making the Holy Spirit now your partner. One that works with you all the time and helps you. We see this when Peter caught so many fish, the nets were breaking. In Luke 5 verse 7, they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. Partners help. They came, they filled both boats till they began to sink. So Peter's partners came to help them, and the Holy Spirit wants to be our partner and help us but like Peter, we have to ask for help. Yeah, right. He said to his partners, come and help us. You've got to say to the the Holy, Holy Spirit, come and help me. He will not help you if you do not ask him. He is a gentleman. He will not intrude. He will not invade your space like some people do. All right. Uh, but with the Holy Spirit help, you can handle impossible challenges. All right. So all across campuses right now, I'm going to give you two seconds to ask for help wherever you need it. Whatever it is. you don't need any help, you're dead. Because we all need help. Just ask Him. Whatever, what's your great series of help that you need? Just, there you go. You've just prayed. I'm sure you've done it all right. So I pray at times, and I say this. I say, Holy Spirit, on my own, on my own I'm useless. And I mean that. But I say, but together... With you as my senior partner, I'm amazing, I'm extraordinary, I'm phenomenal because of God with me, and together we're seeing some wonderful things happen. So as I speak right now, why don't you ask the Holy Spirit, and just say, Holy Spirit, will you be my senior partner? Watch what happens in your life. It goes from what you can do to what God can do through you. It's a big, big difference. Yongin Cho, his church stalled at 3,000 people. He began to cry out to God and he said, God, what's the deal? I can't get past 3,000. And God spoke to him and said, well, why don't you invite the Holy Spirit to be your senior partner? Why don't you help him to give you wisdom and strategy and insight and all that kind of stuff? So Yongi Cho did that. He built the biggest church in the world. So at one time, 700,000 people. There's probably bigger ones than that now. But the simple key was he just asked the Holy Spirit to be his senior partner. We know the Holy Spirit ran the early church, and he wants to run your life, and he wants you, wants to run my life as well. Jesus walked in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit came on, on him at his baptism. He worked miracles by the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Holy Spirit. He was resurrected by the Holy Spirit. And he faced his greatest challenge at cross, how? the power of the holy spirit god can help you face your challenges as well so here it is acts 10 38 you want to claim this verse for yourself all right how god anointed put your name in there because remember jesus did all this as fully man and he did it by the power of the holy spirit how many of you are fully man or fully woman yeah yeah we all are so we can also do this by the power of the holy spirit so put your name in there how god anointed Tark of west auckland with the holy spirit and with power went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with Tark. So you can put your name in there, friends, because Jesus was subject to the same conditions of power as you are, and as I am. We can all do. tell the person next to you, campuses, how you can do this. Time, time we started doing it, isn't it? We're anointed. How many of you we are all anointed of the Holy Spirit, aren't we? Come on, let's go out there and do this. You just got to start doing it. And once you start doing it, it's going to happen a lot more. So going to do some different things today. But one thing I want to do is create a new culture in Church Unlimited across our campuses. We should have done this years ago. But I want us to learn. You up for this? I want us to learn to pray during services. To pray as you worship. Pray as you listen to the sermon. I hope you're praying right now. Pray during altar calls for needs like we had before. Pray during altar calls for salvation. Because Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. So if there's anything that should happen while we gather on a Sunday or any time, there should be prayer. Are we we up for this, folks? Do we agree with the Word of God? That's what Jesus said. He didn't say a house of preaching. He didn't even say a house of singing or worship or fellowship. He said a house of prayer. Because prayer will escalate everything else so that the power of God comes into the worship, into the preaching, into the altar calls, into the fellowship, into the prayer for needs. Because when we pray... It gives heavenly, uh, earthly license for heavenly interference. So we need to learn to pray together. So, according to my Bible, this is how how it should be. So, and you'll get so much more from a service when you pray. You move from a spectator to a participator, from a consumer to a contributor, from being passive to being active, and you'll get a whole lot more out of a service, because you, what you put in is what you get out. So all across campuses, if I can have a keyboard, can we all please stand? All right. And so uh, we're going to spend one minute, you're going to spend one minute praying, and uh, because some of you don't know what to pray, I'm going to uh, put it up on the slide and tell you what to pray. Here we go. Oh, there is the keyboard there. All right, ready. So Holy Spirit, come, move power of I'm with. Bless my finances, marriage, family, work. I ask for a breakthrough, heal me. Work a miracle for the person next to me. That's a good one, isn't it? Speak to me through the message. Let me encounter you. You've got one minute. Go. Holy Spirit, come. Oh God, come. Come. Lord, I ask for my breakthrough today. Lord, I ask for my breakthrough today. God, would you heal me? Would you heal me, God? Work a miracle, Father, for the person in that platform. God, let me encounter you. Let me encounter you. Let me just have this through. Okay, you can be seated. Did anyone enjoy that? Was that all right? See, I'm just, I'm just teaching you how to pray more often. Because I know as we do this, the Holy Spirit presence is going to increase in your life. And it will change everything. The day will come, you'll walk in the presence of God. You watch. If you journey with us, that's where we're heading. I've got a whole different message on that one, but uh, Anyway. The other thing the Holy Spirit will do is help us in prayer. Romans 8, 26, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Holy Spirit can help us to pray. Can I encourage you every time you start to pray, before you start, say, Holy Spirit, would you help me? He's the master. He's the master of prayer. Don't don't try and pray in your own strength. It's just too hard. Ask the Holy Spirit. Whenever you start to pray, before you get going, say, Holy Spirit, would you help me to pray? You watch what happens. And when you get in the car, Holy Spirit, help me to pray. Watch what happens. David Paulson, when he was a pastor, Holy Spirit's here, folks. He's here right now. Just feel him right here. Anyway, um, he had a deacon that was always against him. And uh, the deacon had severe asthma, hay fever and asthma every year. So he'd be back flat on his back for six weeks. So instead of feeling sorry for him, the pastor was delighted. Because it kept him out of the church for six weeks and it was fantastic. So he, ne- he never prayed for him to get healed or anything like that. He just prayed for him to be more sick for longer. I don't do that here for any of you folks. Except for one or two, but, you know. I'm not going to look at anyone. And one year, he's really sick, and he asked the pastor to visit him. And that's the last thing the pastor wanted to do. But on the way there, there's a man of God. He kept thinking in the verse, James 5.14, Is anyone of you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church to pray over him, anoint with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. So the deacon greeted him aggressively and said to him, Have you ever thought about James 5.14? Pastor Lord, yeah, I have. It was going from bad to worse. Didn't want to even go and pray for him. Anyway, the deacon said, will you do it? He said, I've got to be in Switzerland for my business, but the doctor said, there's no way I can go. So he agreed to pray for him that evening, and, uh, but David Pawson didn't want him to be healed. He didn't want him back in church. So before the, he saw the deacon, he really struggled to pray. But then as he was praying, the Holy Spirit took over, and he knew he was praying the perfect will of God because he felt he was praying in Chinese. It was amazing. So he went that night, prayed for the deacon, Anointed him with oil and nothing happened. And then he said in faith, I'll take you to the airport in the morning. Next day the deacon rang him and said, I'm fine. The doctor said, I can go. Two miracles happened. The deacon was never sick with that condition again. And the deacon and the pastor became very close friends. Holy Spirit's ready to help you to pray, to make you powerful in prayer. He wants to help you to seek His face more and more, a very useless help in time of trouble. Cuts you off from the presence of God. (laughs) New Zealand needs an invasion of the Holy Spirit. We're fighting for a nation. Joel 3 verse 9. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men, women of war draw near. Let them come up. It's time for war. We have a battle on our hands. this church across campuses is full of mighty men and mighty women there's one sitting you re- sitting next to you right now they truly are in them is a resurrection power yeah. that raised jesus from the dead god dwells in the person sitting next to you you're not sitting next to any, an ordinary person Ordinary plus God equals extraordinary. The person next to you is extraordinary. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. God today is calling every mighty man and woman across Church Unlimited and across the nation to stand up and fight. He's saying it's time to wake up. It's time to fight for this great nation. There's a promise, when you fight God's battles, he fights yours. And when God fights your battles, you win. It really helps if you fight his battles first. One of the key ways to fight for our nation, sent to me by one of our intercessors today, Ezekiel 22 verse 30, I sought for a man among them, who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me, on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. One way to stand in the gap for our land is for all of us across our campuses to join together, united, and build a wall against the advances of the evil one. Everyone is called to build the wall and to be part of this living wall that blocks the enemy access into our nation. Can I have my singers? And I need 10 more volunteers to come and stand on this platform with me right now, please. Come quickly. 10 volunteers. Just come. Don't be shy. Just come. Just spread out across, right across here. Come right at the front. Just come about along here, please, at this line. Just right from one end to the other. Just leave a gap between each person. Can we just move right across there, guys. All right. Just spread out a little bit. So I want a gap between every person. There's no gap there. You're gonna to have to do something, guys. Move, move right across to the end, thanks. We haven't got long for this, but got to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until this. Okay, all right. So we've got to build a wall, Church Unlimited. We've got to build a wall for this nation. It's a wall of prayer. It's a wall of intercession. I sought for a man. standing in the gap in this nation. And I would not destroy it. It's the only hope that New Zealand has. Is we build a wall. We build a wall. We build a wall. Across campuses. Friends, this is what New Zealand and beyond is all about because Church Unlimited building a wall won't get the job done. We've got to bring the body of Christ together. We've got to bring churches together, denominations together, leaders together. And we've got to build a wall. We've got to build a wall to stop the invasion of enemy from raping and ravaging and destroying our nation, which He's done for far too long. We've got to build a wall, a wall of intercession A wall of prayer. But here's the problem. Here's the problem, church. There's gaps. There's gaps in the wall. There's gaps in the wall. There's gaps, friends. We don't have enough people standing to make a wall. Friends, the only way we can make this wall, we need every man and woman in Church Unlimited And across our nation, because together we can build a wall. We can build a wall. And we can turn this nation to Jesus. We gotta build a wall. We gotta build a wall. We gotta build a wall. But here's my question, friends Can you fit into one of these gaps? Is that gap for you? Because it's going to take us all. Yeah, that's right. Come on. The whole body joined together. Yeah. Right. We do this at New Zealand and beyond. We're trying to build a wall for this nation. Yeah. I know people think I go on and on about New Zealand and beyond. Wouldn't you shut up about this thing? Friends, I cannot shut up for our nation. Yeah. We're fighting for a nation. I will not be silenced under my watch. I will do everything in my power to build a wall for the sake of our nation. Thank you, team. So will you join us? next year at our conference and fill the gap that's in the wall so we can take this nation for jesus one of the words god's given me for next year's conference is beauty for ashes lives are going to be changed transformed and that's great my prayer that God will give our nation beauty for ashes. This forsaken land will rise again, and it will rise. It will rise, friends. It will rise again. So, New Zealand Beyond is not just a conference. It's a move of God. It's a move. It's a move that's going to bring revival, help bring revival to to the nation, because we need another Pentecost. We need the wind and the fire. And empowered by the Holy Spirit, captives will be set free. Souls will be saved. Radically born again, communities impacted. And New Zealand will turn to Jesus. All campuses, Kaitaia, Whangarei, West, City, Rotorua, Sydney, even Tavalu united together with other churches building the wall, turning our nation to Jesus. We will get the job done. Sorry I get emotional about this. Can I explain that to you for 10 seconds? It's not me. Not me getting emotional. This is the cry of the heart of God. And as soon as I start speaking about New Zealand, it just comes. Spirit just comes. It speaks through me with passion, with tears. Because believe me, friends. God is crying over this nation. He's weeping tears. We're going to stop those tears. We're going to stop those tears. Thank you, campuses, for joining us today. It's been great to have you all with us and uh, hand back over to the campus pastors. Hey, God bless you. I've got to go to the city. Take care. And back to... um...